And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is mistakes. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us on our social media to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use our subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on our website, or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, first and foremost today, I want to say thank you to everyone who has followed us on Instagram. It has been an amazing opportunity to see this community grow, and we just hit 10,000 followers. I think this is going to be awesome. This is going to help us be able to make it a little easier for you guys. Um, I know many of you have made it very clear to me that there are parts of our website that are a little more confusing to get to than others, and I don't want that to be the case. I want you guys to be able to get it get to where you want to go fast. So one of the things we're going to start doing is every time I put out a good photo that has a product in it or whatever, I'm going to do my best to have that in our stories. And that story will have a swipe up link in the URL and you'll be able to just swipe up and it'll go directly to that page, which will hopefully help you be able to find the product you're looking for very easily. We're going to keep most of the best of those uh, those stories in our, our highlight reel. So if you're looking for something specific, you should be able to just pop into that highlight reel called shop or store or something like that. And you'll be able to just kind of click through forward to find the one you want and then swipe up and it should be right there. So that'll be good. And that's one of the advantages. And uh, please tell your friends about the podcast. Tell your friends about uh, our Instagram and uh, please that that really does help our community grow. That word of mouth is so important. So thanks for that. All right. Today we're talking about mistakes. First and foremost, mistakes happen. They're completely unavoidable. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And the reality is that sometimes it's a result of our action or inaction, right? And sometimes it's just a chance happenstance. There are certain things in life that we just can't control. The weather, uh, things that go, power machines failing, you know, whatever your thing is, there are some things that are just beyond our ability. And I think when it comes down to it, it really, really matters for us in that we need to know how to deal with these mistakes. I think the first and foremost thing to keep in mind is why did the mistake happen? Was it something we could have avoided if we would have had the proper thing in place, the proper systems in place? Once we have that solution, we have that answer to that question, then the next thing is, well, if we could avoid it, let's try to avoid it next time. Or if we couldn't have avoided it, we just move on. And regardless of the answer, you just have to move on at some point. If you spend your entire life worrying about mistakes, you're never going to go anywhere. You're never going to be able to do anything. Now, worrying about mistakes, I think, is one of the most natural parts of being a leader It's or owning a company, doing anything that involves any sort of responsibility. I think making mistakes and, and worrying about those mistakes, it's understandable. It's natural. But I think when you look at the people who have succeeded the most and are truly happy in many ways, it's the ones that have been able to just kind of put the mistakes behind them. And live without that, that ongoing regret and anxiety about those things. Because the short answer is, is anything in the past is immutable and unchangeable. You can't do anything. You can't affect that. And if you spend your time looking backwards in the past, you're going to feel constantly like you failed. You're going to see the negative things. The hindsight is going to be 2020, but it's going to be all the bad things that you made a mistake on. And on the flip side, you should look to the future. You really should. But you can't control the future. And mistakes will happen again. The thing you need to focus on is the present, like we talked about in one of our earlier podcasts, and being able to focus on the moment in front of you and what's going on right now and trying to avoid and solve all the mistakes that are happening there. 
Now, for us in our line of work, a, a big part of our uh, our business is personalization, and I love our personalization. It allows us to help you guys create the perfect gift for your friend, your your loved one, your coworker, um, the person you like, the person you hate. I don't know. Maybe that's what you do for your gifts. But anyway, we uh, we want to be able to help you guys make them your own, right? We I'm a creator. I like to make designs, and I like helping other people make theirs. But inevitably, whenever you're doing anything that involves any sort of customization, there will always be errors. There will always be mistakes. It's about limiting those. It's about being able to organize those, right? Sometimes the it's something as simple as the engraver just randomly shut off because of a power surge, right? You can't control that. Now, you can put power surge protection in place. You can deal with, um, you can have backup systems in place. But even if you had the best backup system in the world, you can't stop the power from failing in- instantaneously, right? You know, that would require such an unbelievable expense. Sometimes it's things that are avoidable. Maybe it's the cat just decided to jump up on the machine and it hit the emergency stop button with its foot. That's that's avoidable. You just don't let the cats in the, the room, right? So there are, are certain aspects to these where you need to be able to an- analyze what's going on and deal with it, right? And so we, we deal with this all the time. There's so many of our books that are going to be part of our seconds, or I should technically call them what they're going to be called. They're going to be part of our... Um, our imperfect collection. And they're just going to be ones that maybe we made a mistake in the engraving. Maybe it's just leather that's not quite up to our standards. Maybe it's going to be something. But they're each going to be unique and different. And uh, that's part of our way of adapting to the mistakes that have happened in the past. And we work on being better. I think you can. I can look to some companies in my past. There have been a lot of different opportunities to see this in action where they build a, um, they build a system, right? And a lot of times, I have one specific example where the system was built a long time ago, several several years ago, um, and it was built internally by internal people. And then what ended up happening was is the, the way that they built it internally was created out of the culture of that moment, the culture of that time, which for this example, was very siloed, right? There was the sales and uh, customer service part of the machine. There was the algorithmic analytical part of the machine, the reporting part of the machine. There was the uh, merchandising side of the machine. There was a lot of different aspects, but each of those pieces were separate. Now, they all spoke to one central database, but they were all very siloed in what they did. And I think that was a detriment because what that ended up doing was the culture led to the tool being created, but then that tool, by the very nature of the way it worked, led to the culture continuing to be siloed. It continued to prevent people from being able to do cross-functional goals because it was just so difficult to make the machine do what it was supposed to, right? So that, that specific tool that was built created a system of, of inevitable mistakes, it didn't, it didn't limit the mistakes like it was supposed to. It actually created more mistakes. And a lot of times, part of the other problem of that system that was built was it created an echo chamber of those mistakes where people would make the same mistake over and over and over and they wouldn't know it was a mistake because someone down the road would further would get it wrong and then they would just they would receive that thing, whatever it was, broken and then they would just correct it themselves. So in this inefficiencies in these machines, these mistakes were continuing to be prevalent because there wasn't very much discussion about them. There wasn't really an attitude of change, and there wasn't really a goal to say, we're going to try to intentionally fix this. I think that you have to be willing to break the thing that works in order to build the thing that'll work next. I truly believe that. It's a foundational mantra of my, my goals. 
And I think one of the, I mean, I want to clarify that too. That doesn't mean you have to break the thing that's working. It means you have to be willing to break the thing that's working to build the thing that's next. And I think a good example is uh, from an engineering standpoint, right? My brother works on, he's an aerospace engineer, works on an aircraft, and those things have an intentional lifespan to them. There's a specific stated amount of time, and it's a window, right? It's not designed, because different parts experience stress differently in different missions and different situations, right? So there's a lot of variation that's within that window, but they have a specific shelf life, and then they're done. I think companies need to build policies and systems around that same principle that this thing is going to be for us for the next four to six years or three to two to three years or six to eight months. And then we're going to intentionally and structurally reevaluate it and break it because we want to make sure that it's the right thing and that it's not the reason why we continue to have mistakes. So I think in short, the, the thing that you should take away is mistakes will happen. You have to work on you know, sometimes you have to just let it go because you couldn't have changed it and you need to not dwell on that. You need to let those mistakes be water rolling off your back. And you have to be sure that you as a person are not leading people down the wrong path just because you made a mistake. That your initial gut instinct may still be the right one and you, your your attitude and your, your, your goals may still be the right thing and it was just a, a moment. On the other side of things, you need to have a system that is helps avoid those mistakes whenever possible, and you need to be willing to evaluate that system so intentionally and rigorously and intentionally say to yourself, you know what, we are going to have an evaluation of the system as an outsider every, name your time period, every two months, right? And that's how you can avoid mistakes continually happening over and over, which often is just wasted money. All right, so I want to get back to our day in a life segment. We haven't talked about it much. I'm actually... Uh, evaluating a new revision that we've been making to the Meridian number two. A lot of you have some great input and I'm very seriously working on, on solving some of the problems you brought up and some of the, the good things that we, uh, we had in the old design. I want to bring some of those into the new design. I'm so excited about the new one, but I spent most of my day to day going back and forth between one of our cutting partners. Who's got a, a machine that's specifically designed to do prototyping. So they're able to do pretty accurate uh, cutting of our, of our parts that we can run short runs of to test. Um, so we're putting some a new design through some rigorous paces, and I'm very excited to see what's going to happen when we pull that off. So please stay tuned in that regard, um, and I'm hoping, fingers crossed, and you know, praying heavily here, that we'll be able to get it out before Thanksgiving for the Christmas season because I want you guys to be able to have it for the gifts that you uh, that you want to give. So keep, keep stay tuned for that, and we're hoping to have you more updates in that regard. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in tomorrow for our next topic. And uh, don't forget to hit that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away. If you have any questions about your, or concerns, I should say, about your leather binder, please feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at mertycreative.co or you can contact us via our Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usual, and I'll do my best to be available whenever possible. But I do appreciate your patience. If you think I deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help grow our little community. And uh, word of mouth, huge. Tell your friends if you think this is worth it. I'd love to have more people in our community, and I would love to help them out. And on that note, of course, if you've got podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to help engage our new community. If you are looking for multiple binders for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our book discounts. We do have those available. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day, and goodbye.